Shareable is part of C-Suite Radio. The guest becomes the host, and the host becomes the guest. This segment is called Now You Do Me. Don't make it weird. Hello, this is Dr. Timory. I'm your special guest host of the Shareable Podcast, and I am about to interview none other than Jeff Gibbard. How are you doing? Thanks so much. I'm doing fantastic, and thank you so much for having me on the show today. Well, uh, you're very lucky. Um, this is a this is a very good show. So um, we're going to go right into the real stuff. We're going to go right into the real thing. So you have to pick for the rest of your life: horror movies or roller coasters. Do I get, uh, that? I'm going to keep or get rid of? Uh, you only get to experience one. Oh, roller coasters, definitely. Okay, why is that? Uh, I like the thrill of it, and uh, it's a good body feeling, and I don't like horror movies because they make me scared. So that's – okay. So the reason I ask this question is because I think that people have like one or the other, but the, I mean the, the, the enjoyment facet of it, what you get out of it is like technically the same thing, right? But people have uh, a, like a strong preference for one experience over the other. I don't know. Do people feel exhilaration from horror? Well, yeah. That's the point of it is, is that it? you get – yeah, I mean, from a from a chemical perspective, it's just like your your body is like, I am in danger. Uh, I am going to heighten all of these uh, different hormones, and then what you enjoy is like, oh, and now I'm safe. Um, and and that that exhilaration of being on a roller coaster is chemically pretty similar, even though physically you're doing something quite different. But it's all to, to your brain; it's all the same thing. That's interesting because I experience them very, very differently. Like, I, oh, I, absolutely! Like my experience of roller coasters is like it's freedom, it's excitement, it's speed, it's like all of those things. And horror movies to me, and, and it really depends. There are some horror movies that I'm okay with, but there's a lot of horror movies where like there's just things I can't unsee, and then they just happen in my head throughout the day, and I'm like, I wish I never saw that. Oh, totally. Yeah, and for me, it's actually I think I don't know if it always was the case, but at this point, I'm gonna pick horror movies because. Uh, I get motion sick. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. what I'm ending up doing is like waiting in line for a long time to get motion sick. And so <laughs> as much as I love exhilaration and I love speed and that, uh, that like jarring, okay, I'm going to throw up now is not worth the cost of admission. Meanwhile, horror movies, like if I'm freaking out, um, I'm still physically comfortable. I'm still chilling. And, and you can close your eyes and it won't get worse. If you close your eyes that on a roller coaster, too. it could be worse. Yeah, that's too. And people, nobody's ever died from watching a horror movie. Well, somebody probably has. Eh, it's debatable. <laughs> somebody probably had a heart attack. I feel like that's probably true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask you your, your next question, which is how did you meet your best friend? Oh, God, that's tough because I have to pick a best friend here. I have a couple oh, of them. That's tough. About his friendships. Yeah. I mean, I think the first one that comes to my mind is is my buddy Matt, and uh, he and I met at uh, at work actually uh, two careers ago. For me, we just happened to start around the same time, and in the beginning, because he's so damn handsome, I was a little skeptical of him. I thought he was going to be like one of those 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 handsome guys, you know, the ones where like you know they don't <laughs> have to work for anything or like they're just a little too cocky or whatever. But he's the most genuine, like, good person I've ever met in my life who also happens to have the most fucked up sense of humor, which is great because that's like, that's the perfect kind of friend for me. 
Um, because I, I, I just really, I always say that he's like the best man that I know. Um, and at the same time, I can say the most off the wall stuff. That's just like the, the darkest humor and he will crack up to the point of crying. So, uh, yeah, he and I met at work and that's how we formulated our friendship. And just over time, we realized that we were just, you know, we were just soul brothers. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Next question. What is a common misconception about you? Not necessarily that everybody gets wrong, but has come up more than once where people read you wrong um, or or misperceived something about you. It's a really interesting question because I think whatever I say is inevitably sort of a window into how I perceive myself, mm -hmm. which how other people perceive you and how you perceive yourself. There's a there's a hopefully not too much of a disconnect because that that creates sort of an integrity there, I guess. But um, I think some people have assumed that I'm arrogant or that I'm, uh, I'm cocky. Um, and I, I don't, I personally don't see that as being the case about myself. I think that I have a healthy dose of confidence. I think I'm, um, you know, I have a, a good relationship with my ego. I'm also generally, I think very, very humble about the areas of my life where I can improve and where I could be a better person. Um, so I, I think because I'm willing to stand up and say, I'm really good at this thing. And because I'm very gregarious and outgoing that some people will mistake it for being overly confident, or overly arrogant. I think in general, I'm, I'm my biggest critic and I suffer from the same level of fraud syndrome as, as everybody else who's successful in their life. Um, but you know, I, I certainly don't ever think of myself as infallible or, or unable to make mistakes. I think, um, I just have a, a pretty healthy confidence. You made a really good point about the the extrovert piece because that's a that's a big part of how people misunderstand each other because extroverts are read as uh, being inherently more narcissistic and arrogant because they're because they're putting themselves out there. You must think that you are great if you're putting yourself out there. Um, and then conversely, <coughs> pardon me. Uh, conversely, um, introverts can be read by extroverts as being um, negative and judgmental because why are you withdrawing from me? Yeah. You must not like me. Oh, yeah. So that could be a really big, uh, point of confusion. Yeah. I actually have a really hard time reading people who are introverted. I, th I think that they don't like me and, uh, and, and that's not generally the case. It's just more that like, that's how I read it. Although I will say this, I, I can understand why people would think that I'm cocky or arrogant. I wear bright red sneakers and my LinkedIn headline is the world's most handsome social media and content marketing strategist. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. a fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got another, another question for you. Um, what is the perfect way to spend a rainy day in bed with my girlfriend, um, breakfast at home, reading a little bit, um, some, some things I probably wouldn't mention on the, on the podcast. Uh, and then you maybe can mention watch, them on my podcast. I know I can mention them <laughs> on your podcast. Um, so yeah, just a, a nice relaxing day, like as much as possible naked in bed. In, and just lounging about not doing anything the less there is to do the better and I think that's probably the perfect rainy day to me because I am constantly doing things and I'm constantly my brain is always on and working on things and I have a thousand side projects so if I could get a rainy day where I just lay in bed all day and and you know don't have to be anywhere or do anything that would be ideal so I'm gonna assign you some homework like I'm gonna it. I'm going to make you schedule a rainy day and the weather doesn't actually have anything to do with it. So I'm going to, I'm going to force you 
your homework is to go talk to your to your girlfriend and be like, let's schedule a rainy day. And that doesn't make it less fun. Uh, and it doesn't make it less uh, spontaneous what happens during the day. Uh, but you have to prioritize it. You have to prioritize that self-care and that pleasure. We don't I give enough it. value to pleasure. I agree 100%. That's so, a great idea. I like that. That's your homework, I'm going to put it on our shared calendar. It's a thing. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I want to thank you, Jeff, for, for finding time to be on the Shareable Podcast. Well, thanks so much for having me. You do a great job hosting. Thanks. Thanks. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to Shareable. My name is Dr. Timory. Uh, you can you can check me out also on the Sex with Timory podcast. <laughs> I am all over the place today. Uh, so thank you all for listening, and have a good day. Thanks for having me. That was so much fun. I can't even believe the guests that we get. I mean, can you believe the guests that we get? I can, actually. I schedule them. Awesome. Well done. Well, this episode for me was an absolute blast, and I hope everyone listening really enjoyed it. But now that we're in this fun little outro, what should people do next? Hmm. I think they should check us out on iTunes. Definitely go check us out on iTunes. And when you get there, subscribe, drop us a review, and then what's that one last thing we want them to do? I don't know. Share the episode. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's in the name. So... Please share this episode, tell everyone you know, and we'll see you on the next episode of Shareable. Bye.